Welcome to Geekonomics, everybody. It's Mark, it's Brian. It's Election Day Eve. Tomorrow's the big day. Brian will go vote and cast his one vote that will change the world. You thought Halloween was scary. Elect Election Just Week wait. is going to be This week is going to be nuts. It's going to be off the chains, as the kids would say. Yeah, and also... Mandalorian news coming at you. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. It's a really full stack show, so we're going to get right into it. How are you doing, Brian? How was your week? What you been up to? Well, a couple things. I changed the angle, so I have light on my face now. Yes, because it only I, took Brian six months to realize that there was a light in his room, and he should stand in front of it and stand and instead right. of standing it behind him. I so. got Star Wars behind me for Mandalorian, and this cool Darth Vader. Smoking a cigar. That Bobby, uh, that used to be, well, would pop up on the show. He gave that to me uh, randomly. It's, mm. it's Darth Vader smoking a blunt. And um, I remember when I first moved into my house uh, uh, on a different street, I hung it up in my living room. And Allison walked in, my wife, and she's just like, like no. Nope. No. That's not, it, that will not be in the living room. Yeah. It stayed there for a while, and then finally took it down. But now it has now been deemed into the man cave. Um, yeah, no, I definitely, like, I, you don't really see it as much in my shot, because all my stuff's on the opposite side of the room. Yeah. But I as well, it's just like, I have one room, and that's all I get to put stuff in. Well, I'm redoing the no other design stuff anywhere else in the house except for one thing that i bought claire that's made it to downstairs which is kind of that's a picture of uh from the new england patriots winning the super bowl against the atlanta falcons uh the player that scored the last touchdown it's a picture of him like scoring a touchdown and that was an impetus for claire and i meeting for the first time right we had just started talking online because we we're doing the dating site thing yeah. And so we were kind of texting about it back and forth. And she's like, I am so excited. Everyone else that I was watching the game with has gone home or went to bed. So I need to like, in, like meet somebody and celebrate this. So she was like, come hang out with me. So we went to Chicago Sam's and the rest is history. Wow. Look at that. See? So that's, yeah, the only, that's, that's the only thing downstairs that I have. That's not like girl designed. Yeah, but that's like a you and her thing. It yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm slowly redoing the basement, and some of my stuff will be down there. So I'm going to reconfigure this room so I'll have the light in front of me. But it, yeah. it feels better that I can actually see my own face. Yes, you see my nice. face. You're like a dark figure in the middle of the room. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Um, yeah. uh, but this week, Mark, um, I'm still trying to finish off Ghost of Tsushima. My Man, God, this game is so this long. Game takes forever. It's a great game. Um, one of the um, my PS5 comes in the mail next Thursday, which I'm so excited for because Spider-Man Mor- uh, Miles Morales. They announced uh, that you get cool uh, suits, and they just announced this week that he'll be getting the Miles suit from uh, the Spider-Verse movie, and. Uh. It was so cool because the Spider-Verse, like it's animated and it has that, yes, uh, yeah. a slower frame rate. It, it, oh my God. You're like, wow. It looks like just the movie and you can yeah. change your frame rate on the character. Um, but it looks absolutely amazing. So I'm very excited for that. But um, my God, I like this week 
Halloween. I think Halloween was a big thing. Um, I actually, uh, Allison had a great idea. We, we bundled up baggies of candy and mm. we put them on, we did 25 bags and we, we put them on a tray. I shot them at kids as they walked by. We threw them as hard as we could at kids' yeah. heads. Yeah. No, I, uh, Take a candy, kid! We put them on the front step. Trick or treat! I sat near the front with the door, you know, the glass door, yeah. so I can see. And yeah. um, we, we kind of decorated the front steps. We have a skeleton, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. And um, we had three left out of the 25. And it was mostly little kids, a couple teenagers. Yeah. But I sat there because it was so adorable. These kids, they would still knock on the, like the first person we didn't know was coming, mm. knocked on the door. And I'm like, oh, someone's here. So I walked over and they're like, and the parents are like, you must say trick or treat. And they're like, trick or treat. You know, like they didn't want to yeah. take the candy without saying something. Yeah. So I, I sat at the door and I just talked to the door saying, you know, great costume, happy Halloween. Merry, and it was, it was fine. It was, it was yeah. nice. Um, the kid, you know, the kids were with their parents, obviously. And, um, you know, I just felt bad. I'm sure a lot of people weren't handing out candy, especially maybe older people. And I get that. But, ah, we went through that many bags of candy. It was great. Yeah. I, didn't have to, I didn't have to, like, hand candy out. They just grabbed the baggie. And they were very polite. Like, they yeah. didn't just take – they, had, they like, had to say, trick or treat. Yeah. And thank you. Like, your parents always made them say that. And it was very adorable. So. I know the big thing was the uh, PVC pipe. Like there was a run on like Lowe's and Home Depot's for like yeah things of PVC pipe for people to set up on their stoops to like shoot the candy down a tube. So yeah, people people, people made those. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and they would go flying right out, or people yeah. use drones and they would drop the candy on yeah. the kid. Or yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, people came up with inventive ways, and you know, it's fun for the kids. You know. It is what it is this year, obviously. Yeah, I mean, a little I, bit of normalcy to kind of. Yeah, if I as normal as you can get without. If I was seventy, you know. I would my door would have been shut. But you know, bags of candy. Just here you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, you guys hand out candy at all or no? We don't get trick or treaters. No. In the three years we've been here, we've never gotten a trick or treater. Hmm. Well, that's not bad. It was yeah. a cold night too. It was. It was cold. It, it was just snow. Yeah, and we had the big talk. We we got snow. We got snow. It's all melted away now. Most you know, it's, there's well, little spots here and there. The but. wild part is when it snowed. I kind of felt like you had snow leaves, fall decorations, Halloween decorations. Yeah. I kind of felt like Mother Nature currently looks like what Costco and Walmart and all these places because yeah. it's like a little. Uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. Halloween clearance, and then the Christmas shit's already out. And it, yeah. it, it, it felt like over-censored overload when it came to holidays. Yeah. It's like, now I can only take like, like one holiday. And now we have the like windstorm going on. Yeah. It'll blow away all the Halloween decorations. Yes, yeah, it's really gone. Pick up the end of the street. Yeah, just blow them off, and I'll put the yeah. Christmas shit up later. Yeah. But... um. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll see how that happens. Uh, you know, the UK and everybody, they're, they're locking down again. And yeah. it, it's kind of like a foreshadowing of what we could be going through. So 
We'll see what happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how it all works out and plans out and everything. But yeah, you watch or do anything this week, Mark? Uh, watch Mandalorian, of course. Well, we're gonna talk about that. Yes. Very excited, yeah. Yes. Uh still doing my rewatch of West Wing in honor of the election. I'm up to third season, about almost done with the third season, so. Wow. Only have four seasons to go. And those are like, what, 22 episode things? Yeah, they're long. They're like long. These, this is back when they used to actually produce shows for long periods of time and not yeah. just bump out eight episodes and be done with it. Thank God. I'm so happy they went to that model, which took them mm. a while. Um, we are currently. I mean, it's good in some ways, but it's also like, man, I need more of this. It's like, yeah. I don't want it to be just eight episodes. Um, we're, we're currently in the very last season of Cheers. We've been watching Cheers oh, since man, the very beginning. I started watching che- season one back in January. And, and then Allison, the coach. Yeah. Coach. And Allison got hooked in season three. Uh, she got really into the Sam and Diane, uh, dynamic. Who didn't? Yeah, they were great. Um, but we're in the final stretch. I think we only have like 20 episodes left now. Um, that was like one of the episodes that, like, I think I've, I think one of the first times I remember getting emotional watching a TV show was when Coach passed away. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he did an opening thing. They had like an old open before the credits rolled. Yeah. And then they basically, then he wasn't in the episode. And they basically, you know, uh, uh, they they get the announcement that he passed away. I mean, he passed yeah. away while they were obviously they were filming the show, so they yeah. had to write it in. He was sick, so yeah. he he went to go visit people for Thanksgiving. Yeah, because he was in the hospital in real life. But yeah, they, they he would get, they would get letters or a phone call from him. Yeah. so that's all you heard about was that from Coach. It was very interesting, but yeah, Coach was a beloved character. Yeah, it was very sad. And then really the birth of Woody Harrelson. Yes. I, yeah. One of the few TV. I mean, now it's more common. Back then yeah. you had a TV actor go from TV to movies yeah. and actually have a movie career. He was one of the few. We did Nathan at a, a, a time frame there. He did a few movies, but his yeah. career was mainly in television. I well, mean, no, he had the, the baby movies, three men, the baby movies. And then, did a couple movies with Whoopi Goldberg and a couple other movies. I, I understand that, but yeah. what I'm saying yeah, is, it is time. Woody Harrelson became yeah. a movie star. Yeah, no, yeah. Ed yeah. Danson did comedies, but then he went right yeah, back yeah. to television. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference yeah, yeah. there. I mean, but now movie actors co- are coming to TV because TV's where it's at. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, I want to be a TV yeah. actor because that's where the good stories are. Yeah. And it gave birth to like one of the most successful spinoffs ever. Frazier. Frazier. Yeah, I mean, you had Kelsey Grammer play his character for, like, that for two series. Yeah. I think Frazier went on for, what, 11, 10 seasons? Some crazy a long time, yeah. I think it went 10 seasons, too. But anyway, Mark, we got to talk about what's really important, The Mandalorian. Yes. Yes, The Mandalorian, yes. I watched it yesterday. And I watched what, it three times already. Okay, let's, 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 before we get into the meat of this, I yes. want to say first reactions. I'm going to give you my first reaction. Okay. Um, my first reaction to the whole show was, wow, mm. did the CG and everything look unbelievably good. It felt yes. like 
a movie quality. Until they you know put the money in it this year. The money is there this year. It was there last year. Yeah. It oh, yeah. There. It's like, no, it's like, we're making this. We're just going to be like, we're not just putting this out. This isn't going to be a thing. Well, so I was just like, wow. Last season, they were so subtle about the Easter eggs and the subtle about things. This episode, part nine. This was fan candy, this one. It was a lot, was right there. And you're like, wow, wow, wow. And the ending, we'll get to the ending last. Let's, let's kind of yeah, go I mean, order. you go, the fact that they went, they went to first, it's kind of like heavy in fan candy. It's like, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. impetus of everything is that planet. So I, okay, so... Well, well, let's uh, let's get into it because I think our predictions were right. I my predicted was that armor survived, and it did. That armor, yeah. uh, the Bubba Fat spoilers. Uh, the armor survived. It was picked up by the Jawas because they're scavengers. And well, see, that's my thing is I don't think it was well. It leads into the end of the episode, so I don't know if I want to get into it. But well, we could we could we could say at, at the end there's a mysterious character which Who I is, think is Bubba Fat. It is because he's a clone. That's the same actor. Yeah. That's yeah. the actor who played yeah. uh, Django Fat. Yes. And he kept his, they kept one clone for a kid and he would yeah. become Bubba Fat. And would. now it shows him he's all beat up. He probably lost his, his armor after. Well, I'm thinking my, my theory on this, I'll go into it now since we're there. Um, I, also, I thought the episode was, I went into it. At the beginning, when I'm like, oh, they're going to go to Tatooine. This is going to be kind of a... And it was kind of starting to drag a little bit, but then it got really good. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm into this now. It was very Western. Uh, it was like a Western, yeah. though. T- Timothy Oliphant is fantastic in everything, and he was great in this. Yeah. I played the perfect character. Hopefully, he comes back more in the this series. He looked silly wearing a bubble fat. He looked so skinny. No, so he looked very thin. and uh, like They kind of like it made sense that he wasn't him. Yeah. But it was very thin, and the armor was bulkier than he was and but i was like oh my god we i mean like yes, yes. someone found the armor well we were right yeah. i mean i mean that was i was like yeah. screaming in my chair yeah yeah but no just the, seeing the the bubba fett armor again after all this time and then at the end of the episode seeing the actor who played Django, right was fantastic it's like he made it. He got out of the Sarlacc pit, which we all kind of assumed he got out of the Sarlacc pit. It's been a thing for years that he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. But the thought process I had was, well, it makes sense that he would lose his armor to the Jawas because if you think about it, by the time he got out of the Sarlacc pit, the Jabba's palace is destroyed. The ship that he was riding in is gone. Yeah, so... Everyone left. It's just a Sarlacc pit in the middle of the desert somewhere. Yeah. So he jets out of the Sarlacc pit, or whatever, gets out somehow. And he's just, like, Timothy Oliphant's story, kind of, from when he talks about how he got out of town. Yeah. Just watering the desert, and then the Jawas found him. And the only way he could get out of being caught by the Jawas, basically, was to give them his armor to get to buy his freedom, so to speak. So. Well, the Jawas don't keep people as slaves, but he probably wanted food. No, but I think he traded it. Like I'm saying, he traded yeah. his armor for. Yeah, the Jawas weren't something. keeping him as captive. They were just no, no. Him. But like, yeah. just like Timothy Elephant did, he traded his yeah, like the the jewels he had or whatever it was for. Well, he knew the Mandalorian armor would give him some clout, and he yeah. could be he could be a yeah. force to be reckoned with with wearing that. Yeah. 
But also, okay, so it's weird. We saw Mando go into the belly of the beast of this gigantic tremors worm almost, you know, but he survives. He electrocutes and he keeps it so it, it doesn't kill him. And his armor protects him from the um, that that slime, that saliva, the acid. The, the acid. Yeah, acid. Yeah. So okay, so if you take what we know, what we just saw Mando pull off. So basically, like gives you the the how it happened for Boba Fett. If Boba Fett fell in that Scarlet Pit, guess what? That armor would have protected him. Yeah. So he would have gotten out. Because okay, Beskar armor. So now that you know Beskar armor is pretty bulletproof, basically at this point, and laser. Yeah, I mean he, he has that big laser blast in the head where it just made a dent you know it didn't, yeah. it didn't penetrate it yeah so i'm i i'm going okay so we 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 see mando pull this off and that that's a clue to how uh bubba fett would have survived and um he could have been spit out and the jawas found him stole the armor or like you said uh he he ended up running to Jawas and use it to trade in for something else that would a rifle or, or something else that was more useful to him at the time to survive. Um, so yeah, man, I, the episode was great. The budget was awesome. I mean, it felt so good to have the show back. It felt like, it felt uh, like Star it, Wars was back in my life. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. No, it was like a nice little respite of everything that's going on. It's like, I can, yeah, check out for forty minutes and just be in Star Wars world. And you know, down, like in my basement, I'm redoing it, and it was like the first thing. Like one half of the room is looking good, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch Mandalorian down here, and mm. it just felt good to be. I, I've accomplished something. I'm accomplishing something, and just to like watch something like Star Wars like that down there, it was just so nice. And um. It's weird because this is kind of like the first Christmas without a Star Wars, but it, we have it. This is it. This is Mandalorian. And I, I hope that for how long they want the show to go on, that they continue with this trend of keeping it around this time. Because it will end on the 18th, uh, right before Christmas. Um, Which would be perfect. Yeah. Um, so I watched the first episode of the making of Mandalorian. Yes, the gallery. Yes, I wa Okay, so if you're you're a fan of Mandalorian or Star Wars, you should watch this. Uh, it goes through all the directors that were part of season one and Filoni. Now, someone I know, I'm, I, I, I'm probably never going to watch a Clone Wars cartoon. I'm probably not going to watch any of that. Um, I never say never. I might, but right yeah. now I have no interest in it. But I didn't know much about Dave Filoni other than I knew he was really good and he was a big fan. Yeah. But him telling his story, how he got hired. And I know that George Lucas is very much part. He, Dave Filoni is almost like the, it's like George Lucas's son in a weird way. It's like, yeah. he's a clone of George Lucas. He is. And he lives, it's kind of funny how he's like, yeah, he lives has the same mindset breathes. and everything. Yeah. yeah, he lives and breathes Star Wars, and he knows everything inside and out. And he goes to George to pick his brain and to make sure everything wishes. And as I'm watching this, this first episode, and I see the love just coming off of him and how much he loved the prequels and uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith, and he loved it. And, and then how people would rag on him, and he, he, like he was saying how 
when he got the first phone call, he was working on Avatar, the first airbender, and he yes. thought it was a SpongeBob guys playing a prank yeah, on him. Yeah, he's like, prank on him, yeah. Yeah, he thought, he's like, who is this? Like, who put yeah. you up to this, right? And a part of me just feels like, man, why didn't they tap into him for the sequels? Because I don't think he was at that point yet. He wasn't, you hadn't he done was. anything live he, action. It doesn't, it didn't matter though. He, he was, he, he, he had that knowledge. I'm just saying like. Well, because he was still the cartoon great. I, I, it I wasn't know. for John Favreau tapping him for Mandalorian. He wouldn't have gotten a chance. I know, I know. And you know it's what? Just, it was just the, the timing wasn't right. I, you know, I, I don't want to harp on it. I love the sequels for what they are, but I feel like it could have been more coherent and better if you had some. I mean, there's nothing saying down the road he can't make a trilogy of his own. But there, I know, no, I know. But this is it. Mandalorian's it. I think this yeah. is perfect. I. I mean, the he's Skywalker, just the producer of this. I think if he like became like a full blower, like everything guy, and directed it, wrote it, did the whole thing. I mean, I, I the thing with the directors that I enjoyed the director thing and finding this out was astonishing to me is that all five of the directors, Filoni, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Taika Waititi, and uh, the other guy. I don't remember his girl. name. I knew you weren't going to name them all. Any other girl. I don't remember the other two. But those are the three that, those are the ones I remember. Because it's been a while since I watched the gallery. But yeah. uh, the fact that they had all of them on set for every episode and they yeah. worked on everything together as like a group. It wasn't just like one person. Well, they had their own episode. Like they each had... person directed their own episode, but the other yeah. people were like involved in like, okay, the episode I'm doing down here. Yeah. He's going to be doing this, so I need your guy to do this. Like, it needs to be like a cohesive, meshed story. As opposed, what I'm to saying is that's what they were missing when it came yes. to doing to, the yeah. sequels. Little... I mean, you didn't have everybody on the same page. Yeah, yeah Ryan Johnson said to J.J. Abrams, "I want this scene for my movie," and he gave it to yeah. him. But then it was just like the third guy. Where was he? He yeah. disappeared. And it was a mess, and there was no there was no over arc that hey we're we're planning this out for three movies. It was just like here's the baton, good luck. Okay, here's your yeah. baton, good luck. And the cohesiveness of um, what Mandalorian has done, I think, shows how successful and beloved how the show has become. Um, so I'm just I, I just wish you could go back in time and change the change that one factor that Filoni was a little bit more involved, wasn't more, was mm. involved with those, those movies. Um, or there was more cohesiveness, but anyway, it was a great episode. I, I seeing the Boba Fett armor, like you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And he takes the helmet off. And as soon as he sits down when they're at the saloon, well, as soon as he spoke, I knew it wasn't Boba Fett. I knew it was Timothy Oliphant. So right. Like, well, that's not Boba Fett. But, okay, so I'm thinking, is it another Mandalorian, right? So then, like, and he sits down, and he takes the helmet off. Mando just stops in his tracks, just like, yeah. okay, I know you are yeah, not a Mandalorian. Yeah, he takes the armor off. Um, but that wor- that the, the worm monster looked so good. It was so unbelievable. Mm. So, also, here, here are some of the Easter eggs I noticed. Uh, Timothy drives an old pod racer. Yes, that's an old converted pod racing engine. 
Yeah, it's converted with a little uh, yeah. seat on the side, which I thought was kind of cool. So you have an yeah. episode one reference. I mean, then you have Bubba Fat, which is original trilogy, but then it's connected to the prequels, uh, which is really rad. Um, you had... Oh, the Sand People had more of a like a presence, and he's talking to them. Oh yeah, he like was actually hanging out with them, and like he's like a part of their clique and everything. It was very interesting to see that. Yeah, because you've never seen them in that vein. They've always been like a rogue, like group that's like just attacking and killing and yeah, pillaging and being the raiders that they are. It's like yeah. no one ever showed them as just being like a people, and they this is how they have to live because of how they're where they're from and what their situation is right yeah it was very yeah, interesting that was really cool um i mean seeing r5d4 was for me was awesome oh yeah because they brought amy sedaris back as your yeah. character from the uh season one yeah as a mechanic and Ellie yeah. motto is yeah. Her name. yeah 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 so cool yeah um so it was great it, it was a great episode because it brought back uh Feelings from the last season, and mm. it's it just like wow. It was just like I did not expect them to go this heavy on the lore, the mythology, but it makes total sense. You're in Tatooine, you know. We're going to hit upon things we already know. Um, yeah. So it was it was pretty cool. Any yeah, there's a whole bunch. Of... Yeah. What? You you have an article you said about has like uh, anything we missed here? Any any? Uh... So I'm going through it now in the background as we're talking. Um, but yeah, there's like, well, hold on. Mark doesn't know how to use computers, ladies and gentlemen. No, the the website, like, I lost the website for a second, so I had to find it. I like the anti-stormtrooper graffiti as he was driving into town, the the first town that he was in. Yeah, that was awesome to see, like the two uh, Jabba guards fighting in the ring. Oh my god! I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, that was so cool to actually see them like in Treat battle. Them. Yeah. You know, those like I have one. It's kind of buried back there, but like when I was a kid, those guards were like one of my coolest, my favorite aliens. Yeah, I like the pigmen back in the day. Yeah, the pigmen alien. You know what to call them other than pigmen? Yeah. Like I kind of re like. The, the original trilogy had such creative aliens where I kind of, the prequels and the new movies. A Gamorrean guard, that's what they were. Yeah, the aliens kind of looked the same. Yeah. But like, the pig, I mean, it was just like, here's an animal, we're going to make it into an, an alien somehow. Um, yeah. But man, yeah, the, that was a cool scene. I was, I was not expecting that. Yeah, a lot of fun. And then like, the bartender at uh, most uh, Peglo was like one of the species of the other guards from Jabba's palace. Palace. And that was kind of cool to see that character, like that species back. The crazy like dogs that that ate the guy that he hung from the light post. Yep. That was crazy. Yeah, who was the comedian who did the voice of uh, that guy? It was it. Um, oh, I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Was it Michael Rappaport? Because they always get comedians to do the voices. I think it was Michael Rappaport or some like something like that. Hmm. 
which I, I love the fact that they get these small, like it was Horatio Sands was the alien. He was the alien that he's going to reappear this season, supposedly, too. He comes back, that guy. Uh, but Gore Koresh was the characters that I didn't know. Uh, we saw Womp Rats, which was cool. Yeah. Little creatures that were popping around. Uh, Mando speeder bike from season one when he was a gunslinger episode. Yeah. Where he went off with the other the other bounty hunter there to get a the other bounty hunter that had broken away. The thing that like I was weird like wasn't sure about when he was pulling up to the the town. My first thought was like, is this like Luke Skywalker's uncle Nott's house? Because <laughs> it looked very similar. Oh, no. No, I don't think so. No, but it's like the first scene is like he's pulling into town. Yeah. And you see it like in the distance. It had like all like the evaporators and the well, I like mean, all that stuff. I was like, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. Is it, are we going to see like um it was cool to see the double mo- the double sons. Yes, yes. But then you have a, a a mysterious figure looking out into the uh Yes. horizons there. Uh but yeah, man, it was a great show. I can't wait to talk about this every week, Mark. Um I I think they're going to do some interesting things. I think uh, it just makes me happy that we have star wars again it makes me interested what they're gonna do with the obi-wan series uh when that comes out um you know and i'm in no rush to have another star wars movie because i kind of feel like they can do this all on tv Mm. i love how they brought back the infamous ice cream machine again the infamous ice cream because remember the scene in uh uh empire strikes back where the, the Empire's uh, attacking or the, the people are all fleeing Cloud City. Yeah. The thing that holds the, the jewels in it. Uh, in this oh, episode. Oh, yes. Was yes. the inf- infamous ice cream machine that they had thrown in as a prop because they had tried to find something that looked futuristic. Yeah. It kind of looked like the same thing that holds the gems in Solo. Yeah. Because they have the same thing, and you open it, but they're in, like vials. But this was, it was more, um, it, it, yeah, it wasn't as sophisticated as that machine was. But yeah, yeah a lot of cool stuff. All right, Mark, shall we move into the news? We have Mando out of the way, and we'll talk about well, everybody who watches us and listens, watch Mando Weekly, so you're not, we don't spoil it for you. Yes, exactly. Um, Mark, we got I got a couple news bits. Um, over the week, we lost a great actor, Sir Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, and he died at the age of 90, which is unbelievable. I like, love boobs. <laughs> um, Where are you right now? Indoors. Indoors. Um, Celebrity Jeopardy. How much did you bid? I love groups. You know what's weird? A whole generation is James Bond, and then a whole different generation only knows him as a parody on Santa yes. Live. Because his acting career, I mean, he wasn't really acting after that. Like, no, I mean, I would think our generation knows him from 
uh, Indiana Jones Last Crusade. Yeah. He plays Indiana Jones' dad. And uh, from The Rock. Yeah, you're Welcome right. Oh. The Rock. And, and wasn't he in the League of, in, the League of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? He played Quartermain. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's crazy. I mean, he had what a career. Yeah, he was James Bond. And it's back like, when I liked James Bond. Yeah, James Bond is awesome now. Daniel Craig is I'm not a big fan, but I used to like that. Sean Connery. Uh, I it's over. Great movie. With I'm Sean looking Connery. at his. Uh, he plays a Russian. IMDb. His last, he did a voice as Sir Sean Connery in Sir Billy in 2012. That was the last movie he did. That's yeah, nothing. he had kind of like gone like off into retirement, kind of. Yeah. Get this. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen uh, was kind of his last movie. Yeah. I mean, he was awesome in The Untouchables. It was a great film. Yeah. He just did voice work, and he was in doc- two documentaries, and he did two voice works, and that's it. But the league was man, that was it. That was a big movie for him. Um, yeah, the Avengers, The Rock, Rising Sun, Highlander, of course, Highlander. He's really yes, good Highlander. yeah. Um, but man, yeah. Well, rest in peace, Sean Connery. You're the man, the myth, the legend. He will always be a legend yeah. now. I remember the movie Dragonheart. He played a dragon. Yeah, right? Yep, yep, yep. Voice of the dragon, Drago. Um, I got some streaming news. Uh, this is kind of a huge get for HBO Max. HBO Max, starting November 1st, will be getting The Chappelle Show, Nathan For You, Key and Peele, and a, um, a whole, whole bunch more. Uh, Reno they have a Comedy Central section, so that makes sense. Inside Amy Schumer, Reno 911, um, which they already have Fresh Prince, The Big Bang Theory, Rick and Morty, and Friends. Um, But that's like huge. Those are all big comedies, especially The Chappelle Show. Um, Who's going to be the host of Saturday Night Live this coming week? Yeah, which he did last time after the election. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. Hopefully it's better to turn out this time. Hopefully it's better. Yeah, John Mulaney was awesome. John oh Mulaney always He's kills fantastic. it. Uh, yeah. Every year, every time he does, he does a musical. He did a great musical. Uh, yes. I don't about the underwear. Um, I love his episodes. I mean, he used to be a writer on Saturday Night Live, so like he still does sporadically. Well, not anymore. He's not a writer, but when he no, does, but he, like he guest writes things here and there, and like that's like a thing. About when he hosts it, yeah, yeah. Um, but man. Uh, it, the last two weeks, Adele was phenomenal. Yes, and yeah. uh, John Mulaney was great. Yeah, her uh, and, Bachelorette seg- uh, skit was hilarious. Yeah, she is so talented, man. She is, um, and she looks absolutely stunning now. And she's I mean, single, guys. I, I mean, she, she was good looking when when yeah. she had the weight, but man, she's got it all. She she. I put her in the category of like the Justin Timberlakes that can go on Silent Live. They can be an amazing musical act, but yeah. they're very, they have good comic timing. Well rounded. Yeah. Entertainers. She's a triple threat, you know, yes. she, she can do it all. Um, but yeah, the, and then I don't know if you got to see uh, Borat 2 at all. I have not yet. I've been waiting. Um, 
hilarious. I would watch it tonight. I might watch it today if I have the time. Um, so there in the movie, there was this woman, uh, Janice Jones, who appears in the film, who plays Borat's daughter's babysitter. And mm-hmm. she's kind of, in my opinion, the, um, the, the normal person. Like, she was kind of, I mean, these people the were, man. they were hoodwinked, you know, hoodwinked yeah. or, you know, they were told what they were really doing. She thought she was doing a documentary about sex trafficking mm. and, like, uh, street violence and uh, stuff like that. And she really kind of, like, talks to his daughter to kind of help her out. And she's kind yeah. of like the shining light of the movie. And um, she didn't know what this, what documentary she was being part of. Yeah. But because, um, because of her movie, be, because of being in this and being so nice and everything, her pastor started a GoFundMe uh, for her because she was just a babysitter uh, and uh, tons of people donated towards it. And then uh, Sasha Barrett Cohen just donated a hundred thousand um, to her community as well. So he put uh, money towards her and the community um, on the GoFundMe page, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did something nice as well. I don't want to ruin it if you're going to watch it. It's but she, you'll know who I'm talking about. She's the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, she's kind of like the the voice of reason. Uh, she kind of like directs her in the, the good path or tries to talk sense into her. Yeah. Because it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's a very funny movie. But that's very good to see something good happen to a good person. Yeah. Um, and then, Mark, I, we got two bits of news. I know um, one game I've been looking forward to all year, Cyberpunk, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 got pushed back to December 21st. Which is fine. It's only 21 days. And then you can play it um, at Christmas. It'll be your Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to... The game went gold. And gold means they already uh, printed it. But day one patches always is a big yeah. thing. They have to play test this game for nine systems in COVID times. And yeah. on top of all that, I mean, uh, it's a very highly anticipated game. They want to make sure it's right. This game has been in the works for almost like six, five years now. Um, and it's a massive... Five years it's been involved? Five to six now? years. Oh, five okay. to six years. Um, this game was actually announced before PS4 and the Xbox One. Went. I remember you talking about this, yeah. So this game has been a very long-time production, um, but I can wait. I'd rather have a good game than a buggy game. It's like um, you have a choice. You have to. Uh, yeah, I'll have to. Wait. But I'll have. Game. I'll have Spider Man. I mean, yeah. I, I'll replay the remastered of Miles Morales. I'll be happy camper. Uh, and then the other news. What was the uh, the last bit of news, Mark? Uh, Disney Plus announced a Moon Knight show coming in 2022, and uh, it's been announced the man playing Moon Knight will be none other than Poe Dameron Port. Oh, Dameron himself, Oscar Isaacs. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I love Moon Knight. This is going to be a great show. I It's going to be a creepy show. It's going to be awesome. Now, question. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, when Mandalorian ends, does WandaVision start? I believe so. Oh. And I believe when, Wanda, when WandaVision ends, 
uh, Captain America Winter Soldier starts. Or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right. Starts. I am very interested in WandaVision, so I'll probably yeah. stick around to watch that. I think that's going to be their their way of keeping people involved in Disney+. Plus. You know, I think they it, kind of know the thing of people just watch Mandalorian, then leave, then come back. When I re-upped I my the, description... The, the pull-in is going to be, we're going to do Mandalorian, then WandaVision, yeah. then Captain, then uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and have it be like a loop of those three. Like that Once they bring in Moon Knight, it'll be like those four shows. It'll be like the four things that they keep have watching to. Disney+. Plus. They have to, because when I got back onto Disney+, Plus, I'm just kind of like, wow, there's still nothing here for me. Either I own these movies... Yeah. Or um, I don't. I'm not gonna. Kids. I'm not gonna keep my subscription to watch anything. Yeah. It's mainly for though. kids. It's mainly a kids thing. It's kids and families. Yeah. 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 If I had kids, I you would have Disney. It. I yeah. would have Disney Plus because yeah. they could watch whatever. But I don't. And half those films, I either I own them or I don't care. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, to keep me as a customer. Uh, that would make sense for people like me who would just cut, yeah. kill it after Mando. WandaVision is going to keep me. I don't know how I feel. Like, I'm sure Falcon and Winter Soldier will be good. Mm. Uh, I, I I will have to see more. I'm Maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They're kind of like my least favorite characters. So, <laughs> Well, they'll be, I'm assuming it'll be. I'm sure it'll be, be good. If it's if it's half as good as the movie Winter Soldier was, it'll still yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, no doubt it will be good. So I'll yeah. I'll end up I'll probably end up watching. It's supposed that to be now. like that same kind of spy espionage kind of thing. So yeah, it could change my opinion. It could they could yeah. be my favorite characters after that. It um, could be. Yeah, I like Winter Soldier. I think we need more Falcon because you know he yeah. hasn't had the uh, a big spotlight on him, but I think more yeah. of him would be good. Um. But that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, Disney Plus realizes, hey, we got to keep these people. Let's, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, it's strange to go week to week again because, you know, it's just funny. The Boys Season 2 got blasted for going week to week for some reason. Mm. But it's because the first season wasn't like that. The first season was just plopped down. So I think people have yeah. an expectation. If Mando was just let go out once – and then season two came out. They're like, no, we're going to do week to week. I, well, because the thing is, too, is you got to think about it. I think they're, the streaming services are realizing that people are just watching certain shows on certain streaming services. Yeah. So if you can stretch it out and do eight episodes over two months, you've got two months of people paying for your service, as opposed to one month when you let the show out and people just burn through it, then they jump back off or do whatever yeah. I don't know what you're doing with Mando. It's like if right now they got you for eight weeks or however many weeks this series is. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with Amazon prime though, you have it. A lot of people have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the prime video, but I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. like, but if they want their eyeballs on Amazon prime, yeah, you have it on longer than just when you leave, lease it at once. Right, right. Like when you dump a show on Netflix and you get all the episodes at once, then you only have that one time that you can talk about, like, yeah, oh, the show yeah. came out. Whereas, like, and, the boys this year, it was, oh, episode this came out, episode that came out. Same thing yeah. with Mando. It's like episode two next week. 
like what you were talking about. You're not talking about the whole series in one shot and then you forget about it. I know. And I like, I, I watch shows very slowly anyway. Yes, but, you do. Uh, Netflix has. Just watching Cheers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it growing up, but Allison <laughs> never saw it. Um, What's next, MASH? I mean, I'm going to ma- MASH, baby. Um, <laughs> Netflix has a leg up on the competition. And Dyke show from the beginning. Oh, I used to love that show when I was like a little kid. Oh, who doesn't? It was a great show. But Netflix has a leg up. They have so much content always coming out where Disney Plus does not. Mm. Amazon Prime does not. So it makes sense for them to do stuff like this to keep people interested where Netflix, it's like every week there's a new thing, there's a new movie, there's like a new series. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Netflix is always p- pumping out content that's, that's just exclusive to them. Yeah. So they can get away with that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, where other streaming services cannot right yeah. now, especially Disney+. Plus. I was just amazed that Still, after a whole year, I was, like, shocked there was not more things on there. Well, for you, what I'm saying, there's tons of stuff that's come out on there for Disney folk. Yeah, yeah. People who like the Disney, there's tons of stuff on there. Well, when I went to Originals, it wasn't, like, it was not much for the original stuff. It's a lot of stuff that they've absorbed from purchases and stuff like that. I mean, it was just, like, uh... That show, what's his name, did last year was on there. Kid stuff, a documentary, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Mark, we got we we have our big topic. We do. Tomorrow is election day. Please go vote. Um, if you haven't already, get out there. How do I vote? Go to Rock the Vote. It tells you how to. Any state you want, you click on it. It'll tell you where to go, what to do. So I don't want to hear anyone complaining saying they couldn't figure out how to vote. I don't think anybody's complaining about voting. Well, I'm throwing it out there. I'm old curmudgeon man. People are complaining about the people that are currently in office. Yes. More than they're complaining about how do I, people know how to vote, but just go do it. Don't listen to the Let's show you how to register to vote. You can do it now. You can do it. I know in Connecticut, you can do it day of. Yeah, you can do it tomorrow. I believe in Mass, you can as well. You can register at the poll when you get there. Yeah. So. Um, this is going to be. I think we're already, like I just saw before we started doing the show, we're at 68% of the amount of votes already cast that we had in 2016. Yeah, it's a massive, yeah. massive Over 93 million so votes have already been cast. And these are the mail-ins and all that absentee. I mean, this is early massive. voting. It's yeah, kind of big like, thing. this is like we haven't seen numbers like this in a very long time. So we're gonna yeah. see what happens tomorrow for the actual people who come out. <laughs> and like tomorrow night, it's gonna be very interesting because of predictions. Um, You're gonna get the predictions. You're not gonna get the actual votes, which you never get. No, you never get gonna, the actual numbers. It's going to be the day after. Yeah, like by the end of the week, hopefully we'll have a more a clear idea. Yeah, no, it's going to be it's because the thing is is like the mail-in voting. You can't open those until tomorrow. Well, some states, some states states that are doing it, you can't open them till the day of the election. Yeah, they can't tally them or anything. Yeah, they can't do anything with them. So they're just kind of sitting right now, waiting to be. Yeah counted 
So hand counted, which I don't understand because they're on Scantron sheets. Like the one I got was a Scantron sheet. I think some some states are hand counted. Some so, states have machines. Yeah, I, I, so don't I don't know. understand that thought process. That's two thousand twenty. It's you above can't our, mail out a Scantron sheet that people can fill out and then resend it back again. It's above our pay grade, Mark. I, I don't know how any of this works, but it makes no sense to me. Well, that's my only grape with this whole setup. I will say that that's my one grape. It's 2020, and we still can't figure out a way that we can vote either digitally or some kind of way like we like you do like you can take a test online. You can take a test by mail and get your answers back like within a day or two. Yeah, but it's different. But we can't like counting, send out a Scantron sheet to people to fill out. you got to look. Bubbles. If you have to fill out the bubbles just like you do when you vote regularly. But if someone does a write-in, the machine's not going to see a write-in. Well, that's the ones you do manually. But the other ones you should just be able to feed into a machine. How would you know? You have to do them all. I think a lot of them do manually or whatever. I have a lot of gripes with the election. It should be a day off. It should, uh, be workers should, it should be a national holiday. It should be get rid of Columbus Day and just give us this day. Just yeah. get rid of another holiday and, and give us uh, election day off, okay? Get rid of the Electoral College. That would be fantastic because why does only a certain swing state determine the election? How about on a collective? We, we vote on everything by popular vote but the presidency. Yeah. Our congressperson, popular vote. Our senator, popular vote. Our mayor, everything. But the president? Electoral College, the thing with my thing, my thing with Electoral College is it was established when the Constitution, like back then, like in that time frame. It was what? established back then because there were certain states that didn't have as many people. So they had to like figure out a way to make it all an even well, kind of they, field kind of. it was not even they didn't want poor people voting they wanted to be able to have yeah. people that had higher education and knowledge. and yeah. knowledge because they felt like if the everyday person got the choice it, Here, I'll show you what, it would muddy down you don't know what the electoral college is if you're not like into it as much here is what the, the map looks like right now the stuff in dark blue is Biden. Stuff in dark red is Trump. And the different variations of the colors are how much they're leaning in one direction or the other. So going off that right now. Yeah, but there's been no votes counted. So we wouldn't No, know. but I'm saying just this is like what people presume is what the, the map's going to fall. Well, it's a prediction. It's a prediction. Yeah, but it's kind of like... There's certain states people know swing Democrat, certain states swing Republican. Well, so after states that the swing last Democrat, election. Let's go with me here for a second. I'm Stop going. For I'm going. All right. So right now, even with everything that's going on right now, there's only one, two, three, four, five, and a partial part of Maine that are total toss-ups. So going with what stuff's leading towards and certain things, Biden is already at 290. He needs 270 to win. Yeah, Trump I'm has not, 163. Listen, it, so, also no, Pennsylvania... Go, here. go for a second. I know, I know, but Pennsylvania, they were saying this morning that Pennsylvania, they they could be counting their their um, things up to seven days. Yes. So, so, um, here, just, so here's my thing here. I did this before... 
we did the show today so I could kind of see. So we'll say all these states that are in blue, Biden wins. They're in a shade of blue. And we'll say he takes that main one and Susan Collins loses her seat, hopefully. All right, so even at that point, and we'll give Nebraska to, to, to Trump because you know it's Nebraska and who cares. All right, so at this point, we'll give Trump his states. We're gonna get scared because the numbers are gonna like creep towards. Texas is, that's gonna be a tough one too. Yeah, so, all right, so these three, which people are saying are the ones that are the main battleground states. Yeah, yeah. Iowa is leading Trump. North Carolina is still on the fence too. Georgia and Florida are still on the fence. Usually Republican states, but who knows. All right, so say Biden wins Wisconsin. And he wins Michigan. And he wins Pennsylvania. And he wins Pennsylvania. Game over. Game was over if he didn't win Pennsylvania. He's at 270 already. That's even before these five states come in. I know, Mark, but this these is... five states, if this is if it goes this way, yeah. I'm saying, if it goes this way and say Trump takes Iowa, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, he's at 265. And we'll give him Alaska. He's at 268. Biden's at 270. Uh, Mark, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm saying hoping. Trump I'm has trying. to run the table on all those states. Yeah. That were, like, if we reset it and go back, he has to run yeah. Ohio, Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. <clears throat> I think. If, if Biden picks know. up any of these states that are in brown, Trump has a way more difficult path to get to 270. Yeah, I know. I know. I, it, it's, I'm going to be watching the news tomorrow until I fall asleep. I'm so going to be, the big, oh, God. The big website from, from last election was 538. Here is the, the, the forecast that 538 has posted right before the show started. This is the only way Trump can win. Are these two. These are all the ways Biden could win. Well, well, let's, but here's the other thing. Trump already said he's going to start suing and going after people the day after the election. He can. That's fine. And he'll lose. He'll but lose. But our he, elections are pretty much built in a way where it's like the numbers, you can't argue with numbers. I understand that, but. I mean, you can argue with numbers, but I'm scared you're not going to win when you argue with numbers. I, I'm going to. I'm so scared about what Trump is going to do to try to stay in office because he's already putting. He's already saying things, and I used to poo-poo what he said, but he's he usually does what he says, and that's what scares me. Well, like oh, it's been well, said multiple times, he lives in loopholes. Oh yeah, he's going to go after he every, lives every loophole imaginable. Yeah, and you know he's going to like be fighting the Pennsylvania. He's already said fighting Pennsylvania, they're going to continue counting after tomorrow. 
he's got this thing that he's pushing out there right now to people, if you listen to him, that tomorrow, when they have to decide the presidency. Yeah, I know, which is it's never not been a the thing. Yeah. Never been a thing. I know. But he lives in those – that's what he does. He does these – he says these things to – I know. Like get he, his – He's riling his base. base which riled he up to be like, oh, well, that's what's supposed to be. Trump said that's how it's supposed to be. Over the weekend, over the weekend, we got to take these people seriously. Over the weekend, they surrounded a Biden bus. They, they put – Do you understand that? Because if Biden's running for president yeah, and the bus is Biden's Biden, bus. I don't think Biden was on that bus. But, no, but still, even still, you figured there'd be some kind of security around there that kind of... This has never happened before, Mark. I mean, they sur- they were trying to run them off the road. The FBI is investigating it now. And then yesterday, they clo- they basically stopped traffic in New Jersey and New York. Yeah. And they were so proud of themselves, stopping traffic. Well, they had a thing, and I think it was East Hampton or somewhere up here. They had a, a Trump road rally where they blocked like sat on either side of the road with all their flags not wearing masks and they interviewed one of the guys and he was saying how they had people come all the way from boston and all the way from this town and that town and drove all the way here just to drive the little strip of road that they were standing on to support the president yeah i don't know what's going on with these people it was just kind of i don't know we got to take it seriously because um it's going to be interesting what's going to happen with his base come uh, Wednesday. Um, uh, we, know he's a, he, we know he's a bad loser, so that's going to be the thing. He's not going to lose easy. No, he's not. I know. He's not going to lose. He's not going to be like, all right, well, if you guys don't want me anymore, then I'll just go away. Thank you for and you know what? chance. I, we, we, smart people listen to the numbers, but as we know, the Trump administration is not smart. They ignore the numbers, especially when they say things like, we're rounding the turn for COVID. And yes. His base chance lock lock Fauci up, and Trump says, "Well, after the election, I might do that." Or fire Fauci, they're chanting. Yeah. And Trump says, "You know, maybe, maybe after the election." Um, yeah. So. Or clearly, son saying that there's not that many people actually dying from COVID. Yeah, clearly they it's, they don't pay attention to numbers. They don't give a shit, and when they run, they're the ones running the show. That's a problem. When you actually have the person running the show. It's, it's yeah. a tough one. I, I, I want to believe. I want to have hope. I have a feeling it's going to be like a weird, it's going to be one of those weird days where it's not going to be just the president that goes away. Like there's a lot of his, like, I don't want to say cronies, but a lot of his, like, backers in the Senate. Oh. That I think are in Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham? I, I, he's I going to lose. Gone. He's gone. Yeah. Yep. I, I really feel like if we can win back the Senate, we have the House, we keep the House and the Senate, yeah. and if we get rid of Trump, but worst case, an interesting scenario would be having the House and Senate, but Trump wins. Yeah, that's going to be... He would be a lame duck. He wouldn't do yeah, anything. Not get anything accomplished. But I would hate that I outcome. think that's even more, like, surprise, like, more interesting for me to see. I'm very much into the numbers of the actual, like, electoral college and all that stuff and how it all works. But even besides that is, if... Democrats do turn the Senate and they get the majority. Yeah. I would be very interested to see how Mitch McConnell handles not being the majority anymore. He would go back being a sore loser. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. 
He's got like zombie hands. Him and his zombie hands. <laughs> I don't know what's going on it's with like that Mr. guy. Like Mr. Dietz, those hands, the way his like Mr. Dietz's foot is what his I hands know. look like. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, Go but ahead, hit him, hit him. They're fine. Hit him. You can hit him as long as you want. We don't want the show to go too long. Let's go over our favorite fictional presidents. Yes. This is an idea I came up with the other day, or yesterday, actually. Yeah, very good one. So I'll let you go first, Brian. Give me your first fictional fictional president from movies or television. Well, a little-known movie. Uh, One of my favorite movies um, by Tim Burton was uh, Mars Attacks. And I love because it was like a throwback to the old Ed Woods. It was a throwback to all those B movies. And I yes. thought Ed, this was like Ed Woods, you know, when he was in his prime, I thought. And I was a huge, uh, huge uh, Tim Burton fan. And he did Mars Attacks. And Jack Nicholson plays two people. He plays the president, um, Jimmy Dale. And then he has like yes. a brother who is sort of like, works in um vegas and he owns like a casino it's kind of like a trump thing yeah um and uh i i like i think uh jack nicholson put on a great performance it was a great movie but like him as president was interesting to see because jack nickel it's jack nicholson um so it's interesting because I saw a movie last night for the first time, which I'll talk about a little bit later on with there is a president, a celebrity president. Um, but anyway, that's my first one. President Jimmy Dale, Jack Nicholson, Mars attacks. My first one is, uh, was a huge blockbuster film involved aliens called independence day. The actor is Bill Pullman. Yes. Yes. The president is Thomas J. Whitmore. Yeah, so Mark, that was... Probably the baddest-ass president ever on screen. Right. Probably to, like, one other person, which I'll talk about later. But, but the speech he gives about Independence Day and the whole, like, being the, the, the wife dies and all that stuff. Ugh. He was fantastic. Bill Pullman, great actor. That's my pre- third president. Who's your that's, second one, Brian? That's my present. Well, Mark, I'm just going to my my number one, but I'll go right now with you. It was um, Bill Pullman and Independence Day. I it was so cool when I saw Independence Day in the theater. Right, mm. um, me and my friends were kind of goofing off a little bit, and some guy turned around and was like, "Shh!" I was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." <laughs> he does the big speech at that yes. moment. And I yeah. remember the audience in the theater clapping, yeah. clapping like yeah. it, that was like the, the every music. time you watch it, it's like it's like almost like yeah. the scene from Miracle with Kurt Russell, yes, with a miracle speech. It's like one of the best movie speeches of the all. The music swells, yeah, it's oh, whimsical. Yeah. This You're is gonna, our Independence Day. Yeah, we're yes. gonna take him down, Let's and everybody, go. everybody in the theater claps. I'm ready to I, kill some aliens. I don't care who it is. Major. Sir. Good morning. Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. 
mankind. That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. And as an impressionable young boy, I was just like, what? Point in that direction. I'm running through that wall. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Let's go, guys. Yeah. Let's go. Um, Mount up. But, man, what he, you know, I, you think about having a president that actually commanded, res- he got respect because he was a good commander-in-chief. Yes. And, um, like, man, I was just like, okay, I don't want celebrity as, as a president, which we have. But if yeah. I had to pick one, I want that fictional character. You know, I yeah. want that. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. So my second one is a, a show I've been talking about <clears throat> a lot lately because I'm rewatching it right now. Uh, the West Wing. Jed Bartlett played by Martin Sheen. It's fantastic as president. Uh, it's the, the West Wing thing. The thing I love about the most is that they show like the human side of the president. Yeah. Like, like the, the him working with his staff and the everyday stuff and how like all these major things, like how they affect like him as a human, not just because he's president, but just like how he has to decide things and stuff that he wouldn't usually do. And he has to rely on all these other people. And he's not used to doing that. Cause he's like, a, like, like a world renowned economist and everything and all this stuff. So, but he's just like, so even keeled Martin Sheen is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, he's that. Uh, he is a great actor, so I got I gotta watch that. Yeah. So who's your last, uh, last um, fictional president? My last fictional president was here. I'll do an impression. Tell me if you know this. Here we okay. go. Okay. But just give me the same one I'm gonna do. Action. Get off my plane! <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Thank you. It's exactly mine as well. Yes. Uh, Harrison Ford as President James Marshall in Air Force One. Yes. This is my number one as well. I mean, come on. You can't I mess mean, with him, man. No. Beats no. everyone up on his, on his, like they kidnap his daughter on the jet. I, yet again, another film I saw in the theater came out in 97, I believe. He does the um, wire thing from one plane to the other plane. And when he, when he says that and 
he punches the guy off the plane. Get off my plane. Uh, people, yet again, it's a clapping yeah. moment. People clapped yeah. and cheered. Cheered, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, these were good. These are like, you know, epic moments back then. Where now... It was Han Solo's president. I mean, come on. Yeah. Now you need to have like 50 superheroes all come on the screen to get a big cheer. But back then, it was a simple That's not line. true. That's not true. It is true. It is true. The last time we cheered... Right, when I saw Miracle for the first time in the theater. But Miracle did not come out in the last 10 years. No, but I'd say there's been movies about like of that since then i don't know i can't name one it's because you only go to the because you only go to superhero movies and horror movies you don't go to other movies in the theater i do go to i see other movies but the only time we all go to the theater together is for a superhero movie yeah but i can't think of another movie nowadays that that you know you get a big cheer like that i mean i'm being honest here like the last big cheer we got was uh like avengers you know oh yeah that was a I mean, that was warranted. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, back then, it was simpler times. You yeah. just had a president say, get off my plate, and it got yeah. a cheer. Like, I remember Forrest Gump, a lot of cheers during that film. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? I'm just saying, maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i not seeing those kinds of movies because they're not really playing anymore. Well, there's no yeah. movies playing now. There's no movies playing at all right now. So uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, he's a great president, right? He was yeah, a great Eric, president. Han Solo was the president. Honorable right? mention would be uh, Morgan Freeman from, from Deep Impact. Oh, I haven't seen Deep Impact. He wasn't in a lot. It was the, one of the back in the asteroid thing was the same time as Armageddon, but this is like the other one with uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah. And uh, Robert Duvall and all that. And uh, But... Uh, Morgan Freeman plays the president. He's not in it a lot, but at the very end of the movie, he does like this speech, and it's just like it like grips you. It's like, oh, that's like, yeah, it's Morgan Freeman, so you can't go wrong. Right, right. Uh, a movie I saw for the very first time last night, which I'm embarrassed to say I haven't seen this sooner. Uh, Idiocracy. Uh, really? Terry, you haven't Terry, seen that before? No. Terry Crews as President uh, Camacho. Camacho. Yeah. Oh my Camacho, God. Camacho. I've never like we. I I've never seen it. We watched it on HBO Max, and um, it was just like wow. And you know, um, how rate is juice? How rate is life? Yeah, Luke Wilson plays Joe, and you're yes. kind of like wow. He's like Joe Biden, and <laughs> he's trying to, He's the smartest man right now because he's to convince everybody. All they do is put water on these these plants, and they'll grow. Yeah, but and then they have the president's cabinet members. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is like, oh god. Horatio Sands, yeah. It was Horatio Sands. It looks like him. It wasn't Horatio Sands. Oh, that's right. No, it wasn't. It was the other guy that looked like Horatio Sands. Was it? Uh, he was a big guy, and I said, oh, that's Horatio yeah. Sands. No, Horatio um, Sands isn't it, though, isn't he? No, no. Um, you had Maya yeah, Rudolph played Rita. Jack Shepard was in there as Frito. Um, Anthony... Campos played Secretary of Defense. David Herman played Secretary of State. Um, but yeah, it wasn't Ratio Sands. Um, I thought it was too, Mark. I thought it was too, but it was, oh. it was not him. Um, but I was like, like, oh my God, this is like the Trump administration. This is like so close. This is, so, this is just like hit so close to home. Mm. Uh, I, you know, clever movie, very funny. Um, 
interesting about corporations, just one corporation owning everything. So the reason they use Gatorade is because stocks, that's all the president cared about yeah. the stocks. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And they get rid of water and they use this company that has the Gatorade that um, you drink and it goes on the plants and everything. So water is only used for defecating. So when they go, can I have some water to drink? You mean from like a toilet? Like out of the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> Slide. Um, but yeah, it, it's so crazy uh, how close that movie hits the home right like now. The, the, one of my like one of the awesome lines is, uh, I'm Secretary of State, brought to you by Carl Jr.'s. Yes. He gets paid every time he says Carl Jr.'s. Yeah. And you're kind of like, wow, well, that makes sense too. Yeah. A lot of shit going on. And then how um, they, they basically, the corporation bought the FCC and basically they all had to do what they said because the president owned it. And like, I was like, wow, same thing. Like same thing that's happening now, but with the CDC, you know, we're like, um, we're, we're stopping communication with CDC. We're stopping communication with the WHO. We control the narrative. And it's just scary. Yeah. It's scary how close this movie is to real life. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, it's a good election day Eve movie to watch. Yeah. It's, it's scary that it could easily, the world could easily slide this way. Yeah. It's already happening. It's, yeah. it's happening right now. Last four years. Very close. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mark, that's been a show. Uh, That's I, the hope, show. I hope we didn't scare people uh, with our political talk, but please go vote. Uh, yes. If anything, no matter who you're voting for, just go vote. vote. And the one thing I want to say is don't just vote for president. I know some people are just going to go and just want to vote for president and that's all they're going to do. But vote for the other elections that are going on as well. Oh, yeah, other things that are important in your state that you need to be involved in and have a, a say in. I know there's a lot of state reps up for re-election. Uh, state senators are up for re-election. In Mass, there's two big questions that are up for election this year. Yeah. Uh, the Right to Repair Act, uh, giving mechanics or whoever the right to work on your car besides just car dealerships. Yeah, which uh, is and The other crazy. question is uh, ranked voting is a thing that they're working, like they're trying to get passed here in Massachusetts, that instead of just picking – one person, you pick your multiple choices. Like you can pick your first pick, your second pick, your third pick, and then it ranks that way. And that's how the voting is done as opposed to just the vote for one person situation. So there's, there's multiple questions around the country. You can, if you're in the different areas, you can look them up and find out by going to like the website we showed earlier, rock the vote, or just search online. You can find the questions as well. But uh, no matter what your, your preference is, if you decide the other side that that's your prerogative, you're welcome to do that. But uh, as long as you vote, that's all that matters. Right. Make you your can't complain voice unless you vote. Yeah. If you don't vote, don't complain. Yeah. I don't want to hear from you if you don't vote. And Mark hears from a lot of people. I do. I do. Mark's always hearing from people. I do. Oh, itchy, itchy legs. All right. We are out of here. We'll be back next Monday. We'll be back next Monday. Yes. Um, Either next Monday, we'll tell you all the stuff that happened this week. Hopefully, yeah. we'll have a president by then. We'll either be very excited or very depressed or indifferent because we yeah. won't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. I don't know. So stay tuned and find out as America turns. <laughs> the sand. <laughs>
the sand, like sands <laughs> through a butt crack. These are the days of America. Yeah. All right, everybody. Go. Have a good week. Stay safe. Go vote. Viva la France.